Listen, I'm easy to find. And then they can kiss my ass. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Mystics Talk, brought to you by the 94 Women's Basketball, 94 by 50 Women's Basketball Network. Also, Big Nate Sports Talk, your host, Nathan Snow here. Uh, before we get into the video, there is a few things I would like to say up front. If you have not already, the previous video for the NBA Finals Game 4, recap and Game 5 preview, already is already up. Um, this is the... Next, this is the last episode of the evening until Wednesday. Um, I may change the episode around just a bit because I might have some things to talk about uh, as of tomorrow. But um, if I don't, be tuned in for Wednesday. Uh, as you have seen the title of this video, we are recapping the Washington Mystics. And also, too, we're going to give week six rankings going into week six. Again, I've taken everything in consideration from performance and overall gameplay. And from what I've seen, I think the rankings that I'm going to give are fair. Uh, I will say that um, some things may, most of, most of us have said, where there's a couple teams that actually did move up and did move down. So we'll start with that. Week six, number 12. The Minnesota Lynx. Um, <laughs> well, you lost Sylvia Follows. Um, she's out indefinitely with a with cartilage damage in her right knee. Um, I would not. I would surmise this is not the type of season she expected to go out of. Um, they have struggled mildly uh, as a cohesive unit. Uh, Kayla McBride did not play against Indiana. And I know they got Mariah Jefferson back and um, DeMontis. I can't pronounce her first name. I know they got her back. Then um, Minnesota Lakes have just been really just a bad, just had a bad season. And um, like, I mean, after seeing so much success, I mean, Maya Moore in, in, the, in the crew. Like, I'm looking at a, a Lynx team that just looks – there's no true identity. I question the roster moves, whether it's been sign, signings or uh, cuts. I, I'm just really confused with the Minnesota Lynx. I mean, just this whole week they were 0-3. Um, this week I believe they play Seattle tomorrow, and they got Vegas. Let's see how that looks. Number 11. The Indiana Fever. Um, I gave them this one. I won because they 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 beat the Minnesota Lynx last night after Ariel Powers over overreacted with the um, with the hit, which was nothing. I thought she overreacted, in my opinion. Uh, if you it, what happened was it was a. She got. She was looking for a foul, didn't get it. Indiana's bringing the ball up the court. Indiana turned the ball over. Ariel got the ball. Victoria Vivian's unintent, not intentionally, ran into Ariel, and Ariel thought it was Melissa Smith, 
and caused a dust up. Who got? They all got texts, which that made no sense because Ariel was who instigated it. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but the New York, but the Indiana Fever, excuse me, uh, they're just holding on. I mean, again, like I wasn't expecting much. This is a team that's rebuilding, obviously. Um, I thought that was the best game. I think she had 21 points and 14 rebounds. Um, I mean, they did cut a lot of coats, which made really absolutely no sense. Um, I really, really feel bad for her because I feel like her game is not valued in today's game. Um, but they, but Minnesota, I, I mean, Indiana, excuse me, I'm not expecting anything from them. Uh, I do, hopefully, I do hope my guarantee that they'll win 10 games at the most. I mean, they, this is, See, this is a this is a, a a young core, and they're learning. I mean, Kelsey Mitchell, who should be an all star, still got Tiffany Mitchell, Daniel Robinson. Um, they re-signed the McCannon, so I mean, I'm not really expecting much from 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 them, but this is just a rebuilding mode, and they all know that. Number ten, the Los Angeles Sparks. <laughs> well. Derek Fisher was fired. I'm not going to even sit here and act like I didn't know this was coming. Or act like I know this was coming because I did it. Um, let me let me be honest. Derek Fisher, I hope that he does get another job. Uh, I do question as a GM, and I'm going to keep saying this until I'm blue in the face. Everybody's not a coach. Everybody's not a GM. Ever since Candace Parker was benched and that playoff in that playoff game in the bubble, I question that move. Uh, I've questioned the decision making he's made on this for this this determining he's been as a GM. I thought getting Liz Cambage was a good signing. Uh, Jordan Canada, I thought was a good signing. They're very guard heavy. I don't know what their identity is. And to see a team with that kind of talent, to be five and eight, that is completely disgusting. And just the other night, Liz Kent Beige had a triple single. I, I, I don't know how you – I mean, she didn't, and she wasn't out there that long. I mean, Fred Williams has taken over as interim coach. But I believe he's going to take a job at Auburn as an assistant. So, I mean, to lose by 17 to Las Vegas, like, that was disgusting. Like, I, I don't know if this is the beginning of a rebuild or we just, well, let's just see where we go. But I've been very disappointed in, in the Los Angeles Parks. Number nine, and they've picked it up in the Big Apple, New York Liberty. Um, but nice lady got her knee surgery. She looked, looked, I saw her on the floor, on the bench. Looked like she's getting around pretty good. So she should be back hopefully in the next few weeks or so. Um, Sabrina, that's in an in, in, in UNESCO. Um, she's been kind of putting the team on her back. Um, she's definitely been elevating her play. She had a triple double against the sky the other night. Um, I consider her, I, I would like to give her some consideration for an MVP. Um, coach, I believe. Coach Bandero, I believe I saw it on Twitter, something like that, on the post game, just talking about the little things. And like Crystal Dangerfield, who I believe 
just got re-signed again. She's definitely taking some of the ball handling away off Sabrina's, Sabrina's shoulders. And I really do see a link, a, a Liberty team that's starting to put it together. They just signed, um, oh, what's her name? Johannes, the, the guard. And she had a nice behind the back pass to Steffi Dolson. That was nice. Um, they're, they're holding their own. Right now they're five and nine. So I believe they play. We get them again. We got them. And Thursday. And they got Seattle on Sun Sunday. Something like that. So the Liberty, New York Liberty, they've been picking it up. Number eight, that team in Dallas, the Dallas Wings. Well, well, um, I have some questions. I'm being nice because I actually wanted to put them at nine and put New York at eight. The only reason why I'm putting them at, at eight is because the I know the Dallas Wings have the, the team that can get to the playoffs. But I'm starting to question Vicki Johnson. Uh, she made some comments that were very, very telling. Actually, let me pull that up. It was regarding Isabel Harrison. Hold on, where's that? I, I, I thought it was very very telling uh as a coach i'm very very confused it's like you're asking for one thing but you're not seeing it consistent so this was her post game so i'll get to the arika and google thing but she talked about isabel harrison we need more from izzy she can't be here one day and then down we need a consist we need a consistency from her 10 to 12 points a game I'd rather see 10 to 12 points versus 22, 4, and 6, you know, just consistent so we know we're getting it every night. Um, I really, really don't like that because a couple things. I'm not really liking the fact that she doesn't really value the bigs. I mean, she put Tierra McCowan and um, – a walk out there who actually had a dunk and against the Seattle storm. Check it out if you haven't already. Um, but I, I don't know if plays are being drawn up for Isabel Harrison. I don't know that. And then number two, like I said, it, it, it seems like the offense is running through the guards, ran through Arike, Alicia, and then Marina, uh, Marina Mabry. But I really did not like those comments. Um, I mean, I, I just you can't pre you, you can't preach consistency when you're not giving consistent minutes. I've seen her play twenty minutes here, then it's thirty, then it's ten minutes here, fifteen minutes. Like you're not going to get. I think it goes both ways. I just I just say um, you just got to get her involved more. That's what I see. And then uh, Arike and Guguwale. I let me just say this so everyone knows where I stand. I love Arike. But she has to keep her cool. I think she has to channel her, her energy in a different way. What I've seen the past couple weeks, I'm as a fan, I'm disappointed. I think to watch her, what she did against the Sparks after she missed those two free throws, to kick a scorer's table, uh, then the previous week kicked kick the ball and almost hit Brianna Jones in the face, and then to watch her kick the ball almost hit Brianna Stewart and kicking into the stands and get ejected for it. You've got to control your emotions. You're, 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 you've got to channel that better. 
I already know what people are going to say about Dan and Tarasa because the again the media controls and spins the narrative. You as a player, you have to again, you have to channel injury. I get it. There are times when she's frustrated. I understand it, but you also got to understand people are going to be really quick to label you like that. And I believe in Enrique. I know she is some of it. I think it's mental. I think she's trying too hard. I think she and that that goes to coaching. The coach as a coach. Let me help you. Let's make the adjustments, make it easy for you. So I've been very, I, I thought that was very, very interesting to see that. And I mean, she only, only played 15 minutes before she was ejected. Now, Vicki Johnson in that game, in that same same press conference, also said, um, I think the incident happened in LA as well. We're on a soccer field. <laughs> the video was funnier, but. We're on, a, we're on a soccer field, not a basketball court. You have to respect the game, period. We play basketball with our hands, not our feet. So uh, I do think the Dallas Wings will get it together. I do think this has been, um, in my personal opinion, a very, very uh, interesting season so far. They've dealt with some, uh, I know, say to Sabah, uh, say to uh, came off, came back from overseas. I know Terry McCallum was coming overseas. I know Marina Mabry is dealing with uh, health and safety protocols. So I feel like they will get a, a consistent rotation back. So let's see. Number seven, the Atlanta Dream. Now, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Just down the stretch, I have some concerns because I think they need, now that Erica Wheeler's out, I hope she gets well soon. Uh, she def, she's out with an ankle injury. The offense can get really, really stale. And I would like to see how they look against Connecticut Wednesday. And I think they play Chicago Friday. Cause I'm not going to lie. Some of the wins have come against teams that are not that good. Um, let's just, I'm just keeping it real, but they've actually played well. Um, Ryan Howard has answered, has answered all the questions to the test. She's proven that she belongs in this league. Um, I mean, I would say this actually, I'll take it back. The Atlanta Dream really lost two good quality basketball games. Other than that, I just feel like they, if they just work on down the stretch, their offense, how to, how to close games better, I think they've put it together. Um, I will say this. I consider Cheyenne Parker. Um, and I would like to get her some consideration for All-Star. I will say that for sure. Um, but I would like to really see how they look this week. Now, they lost two games, but – they're starting to put it together. And then number six, the Phoenix Mercury. Um, they kicked our ass. Well, no, they beat us, but we should have beat one that game yesterday. Um, they beat Atlanta. I believe they who they beat before that. I can't remember who they beat before Atlanta. And then beat us. Um, Dinah Tarasi turned 40. Happy belated birthday. Uh, Penny. Her wife, Penny Taylor, was inducted to the Hall of Fame. Congratulations, along with Delasia Milton Jones. Shout out to them both. Uh, the Phoenix Mercury are starting to put it together. I said, I, I'm was I was fair when I said it. I'm gonna continue to say it. Give it time. They've been dealing with injuries, and also too, um, they're just figuring out their rotation. Then they just figure each other out, and they've actually held held their own. Um, I just feel like we got to play them tomorrow. So let's see how it looks. Now, they're supposed to – something about the State Department. They're supposed to get an update on Brittany Griner. So it's been now, what, 117? 
days since she's been detained in Russia? I think it's her 17. Um, I mean, other than that, like I said, Sophie Cunningham was dealing with an elbow injury. Kia Nurse is not back from her ACL injury. So they're kind of playing with a depleted bench, but they're holding their own. Number five, the Washington Mystics. Um, Eleni Deladon did not play last night because of she, as a precaution, because of her back. Um, I'm still not sold. I have concerns. I really, truly do. Uh, the identity that's not, we have to offensively, um, I would like to see an offense that does not include Elena Deladon. I feel like the Washington Mystics have it, but they make silly mistakes. Uh, I question some of this, this the system. Uh, I would like to see more of a driving kick instead of an ISO ball movement from what I, what I see at times. Um, for a team that has champions on this roster, I'm very shocked to really see some of the games that they've played and they and they've let slipped away. Um, I thought the win in Chicago that was a win, but the game should not have been that close. And then to lose yesterday, that. Without Elena Deladon, that stung. Now, Maisha Hinesell offensively, they're starting to pick it back up. I like that. I know she had – I can't remember what she had against Minnesota, but offensively, she was, that's when she picked it up. And then Phoenix, I think it was 35 combined points between the two games. So I think it starts with the defense, but more importantly, you're not going to win – I'll get into this more, but you're not going to win basketball games if you're a poor free throw shooter, if you're – shooting poorly at the free throw line, turning the ball over. You're not going to win back many basketball games or championships. That that's just that's just what it is. Number 4, the Seattle Storm. Now that I think everybody's back healthy, uh watch out. <laughs> um like they've I think the Seattle Storm the, look like the Seattle Storm of last year. I mean, Brianna Brianna Stewart's doing her thing. Drew Lloyd's doing her thing. Um, I, I see no no issues. I think they got everybody back healthy. I mean, they've been dealing with COVID, a couple injuries here. Uh, Mercedes Russell actually should be back from her injury. So I really don't see anything, no issue with the Seattle Storm. I uh, just hope everybody stays healthy. That's pretty much what it comes down to. So I believe they play Chicago. I believe so. I believe so. Number three. The Chicago Sky. Um, I mean, the only really blemish on them was losing by Washington. Losing to Washington, that was it. Emma Meesman starting to pick, starting, starting to really get her groove going. Candace Parker, we all know she's going to bring bring to the table. Van Quigley, there's no question. Uh, Julie Allman is back from being overseas, so that's going to be more. Um, that's going to be an interesting surprise. Uh, and Clinton. Kalia Copper, um, she's been she's just doing her thing. Like they they have all the makings of what a championship team looks like. So I have no issue with them. Number two, the Connecticut Sun <laughs> just can't hit number one. I'm sorry, Connecticut. I love you. Look, uh, John Quell Jones, 
I was doing her thing. Uh, really, the sun is looking better. They actually cut Yvonne Anderson, which is really, really weird. But uh, I felt like the bench they had last year was fine. I don't know why they made the adjustments to it now. Um, that made that makes no sense. I mean, they're doing all the right things. <laughs> they just can't just can't catch a break because Las Vegas is the best team. Um, I really do feel like I like to see Chicago. I mean, Connecticut really get the ball in the post more. I like to see Rhonda Jones get a little bit more touches, a little bit more touch on the ball. That's just me. Um, I mean, other than that, I still haven't won to the finals. I'm not, I'm not backing off that. I mean, you know, you lost Chicago. I'm not, I'm not worried about that. Uh, if once they get the bench going, I think they'll be okay. And then number one, Las Vegas. Now, questions I have. So uh, Jackie Young obviously went down with an ankle sprain. What? What? And you got to be kidding me. Uh, I have questions about their depth because uh, I'm not really liking the fact that their starting five is playing 30 more, 30 minutes or more. And I'm not sure if she's taking advantage of Becky Ham's taking advantage of the schedule, which I feel like she is. Uh, but I'm not liking that because down the stretch, you, you need bodies. Um, I know Kelsey. I know Chelsea Gray went out with an injury against Connecticut. Yankee Young went out in that game against Connecticut. Like this is what we talked. About, I talked about in the draft. They needed to address the depth, and they didn't do that. Um, I don't even remember. Kristen Kirsten Bell was a good pick, but I was confused on the Maya Hollingshed pick. Um, I think they could have used another guard. Um, so I'm. That's my only cons- is my concern is the injuries. And just down the stretch, you need to preserve. I just don't think that's that's not good. Your bench, I never seen a bench not produce anything offensively. That that just can't happen. That can't happen. Um, now we can finally talk about that performance yesterday, the Washington Mystics versus the Phoenix Mercury. We lost in overtime. The final score. 99 90 I'm not I'm, I'm, I, I, I just don't know what to say I don't know what to say this is disgusting it's disgraceful it's embarrassing and I'm ticked off it don't it don't make any sense this is unacceptable unacceptable And something needs to be done about it. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. That was one of the most disappointing games as a Mystic fan I ever saw. We gave them that game. We we gave we gave Phoenix that game. 
I, I thought they did a horrendously bad job on, on the defensive side of the ball on Skylar Diggins. I'm going to keep pointing to it, the turnovers. I thought Phoenix down the stretch, they started playing 2-3, 1-3 zone. And Washington didn't take advantage of whether it was didn't use the high post. They didn't attack the zone. They just was all it was just bad. Um, watching Coach T in the post game, I when you know when someone's mad, you can just see it all over his face. Um, we should have won this game. I I thought the giving up the the four point play to Skyler going on the fourth quarter, I knew from the fact we're gonna I knew we were gonna lose the game. Um Dana Tarasi fouled out in overtime. Uh once again, I'm I'm just I just question the offense. I just don't think you're gonna win games, you know, where you just the ball movement is the ball's got the ball movement's gotta be better. I mean, I, I just nothing was clicking offensively. I mean, no matter where you looked, offense just discombobulated, defensive breakdowns. I mean, I, I just felt like I, I just that's what I looked to me. I mean, like I agree. Washington took too many threes, but we gotta. Think, I would like to see them drive and kick and do something, draw fouls. I mean, you've got Natasha, Ariel, Shakira, Maisha Hanagana that can do those kind of things, but it's like the system, they won't do it. I, I just don't understand that. Um, to see practically everybody with the exception of Shatori Walker Kimbrell, everybody was negative six plus or minus differential. I mean, Alicia Clark had 12 points. Maisha had 18. Shakira Austin had 12. Eric Atkins had 15. I mean, the fact that they had no players shot up for Shakira and she had to get her, her own going. I, that was, that was really interesting. I thought she did a really good job on Tina Charles. I mean, Tina Charles from, from, from Molly, from, from three missed seven straight shots. Um, They just didn't really do a good job uh, on the defensive side of the ball. And on top of that, like to have 20 points from Diana Taurasi and then Skylar Diggins, she carried them to that win. I I don't I don't care what anyone's gonna say. She beat them. She single-handedly whooped our ass. What the hell was that? Hey, what the hell? You freaking kidding me? I mean. When you look at the when you when I look at the game, there were twelve lead changes and thirteen ties. I mean, Washington Phoenix shot as a cohesive unit, fifty one percent from the field. 
compared to us, we shot 40, 27% from three. The pace has got to be better. We got to take we got to take smarter shots. Like you're not going to win basketball games when you're turning the ball over. Look, where's my stat sheet at? You're not going to win ball games when you're turning the ball over 18 times. That just won't happen. Cutting down the turnovers and shooting threes and being consistent, whether it's from the field or threes, is essential to whipping ass. And what I saw last Sunday, last night. So when are we going to say something about it? I'm just, you know what? I'm going to walk away. I'll be right back because I'm scared I'm going to say something that might get me in trouble because I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I, I I knew the game was over, like I said, when Scarlett had that three-point play and then Shea Petty from Washington Mystic hit a game when it hit, hit the, the, the dagger layup, which made it 95-87. I knew the game was over. I mean, Eric and Sebastian Allen, they got us going in the fourth quarter. I mean, they scored every freaking point in the fourth on an 11-4 run. But again, poor defensive stops. I question some of the shooting. But the last play to win the game, that made no sense. I just, you're just not going to, you're not going to, the fact that you're held to five points in overtime. Could have, would have, should have is the difference of what I'm talking about. The good teams don't come in and say could have. They get it done. All right? It's that simple. I'm tired of saying could have, should have, would have. That's why we ain't good enough yet. Because we're saying could have and they ain't. I mean... Would it have made a difference if Deladon was out there? I don't know. It probably could have. But I would like to start seeing an identity offensively that does not include Elena Deladon. At some point, we're gonna to have to get Pat. We're gonna to have to that's gonna that's gonna that, that day is gonna come at some point, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, that was very that was hard, that was embarrassing. I'm sorry to say they deserved to lose that game. That I, I I don't know what else I, we should, what else you want me to say. They come. They, we play them again Tuesday, tomorrow. So I'm hoping that there's a better outcome than Sunday. I really do, which I expect. But I, I mean, that was, as they said in the post game, that was a wasted opportunity. Now, you want to tell me? Coach T's response, I'll give it to you. This was his response. Well, what happened was that second game, we got our ass kicked, or the second half. We just got our ass totally kicked. We couldn't do diddly-poo offensively. We couldn't make a first down. We couldn't run the ball. We didn't try to run the ball. We couldn't complete a pass. We sucked. The second half. That's kind of what it looked like in overtime. We just got our butt whooped. Now, I'm going to play the post-game um Interview. It was it was short. I didn't even I couldn't even ask a question. I, I was fuming. I was pissed. What are you as a coach, as a player, as a reporter, what are you supposed to say after you watch a team collapse and the winning is winning minutes of the fourth quarter and in overtime? What are you supposed to say? Let me just play the clip. 
tonight on the offensive end. Can you kind of describe a little bit what was happening there? Turnovers, 20 turnovers, shot selection, missed opportunities around the back. Okay, hold on. I apologize, gentlemen. If for some reason it stopped playing, let's try this again. I just had to refresh it. Tonight on the offensive end, can you kind of describe a little bit what was happening there? Turnovers, 20 turnovers, shot selection, missed opportunities around the basket. We had plenty of opportunities to open the game up. We went down one stretch with all those offensive boards and they collected we up six. Let them back in, uh, fouled three-point shooters several times in the game. I, I don't think the last one was. I don't think there was any contact on the last one, but not refereeing, so. Is this one more frustrating than other ones? Yes, this is the most frustrating one of the year chance to be a good offensive team because we're playing good defense for the most part if we let them off the hook. What did you, I know you're not going to give us your game plan, but how did you kind of approach going in trying to defend Tina, but also not pay too much attention or was there somebody else they've got? Honest defense. Nothing, there was nothing special about it. A good defender on her and try to make it hard for her to catch the ball. Do you feel like for the most part that it went well, yeah, we made a couple mistakes. She got a couple uh, pick and roll situations where we were late to help. Uh, I was more concerned uh, with our defense that we didn't do a good job. Um, Skyler, in particular, and, and uh, you know, Tulasi had to remember the stretch that she always does. She makes you know, two or three big shots in a row, and that's why she's the goat. But there's just too many opportunities to be wasted. Most of the free throw issues tonight, is this a uh, ongoing issue in your point of practice or is this an off night for you? Well, I think uh, the, the free throw misses generally the people who have been struggling at the line anyway. She cures them a little better than that, but, you know, we just have plenty of opportunities. But percentages play out and they're about to work. I couldn't even ask him a question. Just look at him. Else? Nothing on Zoom, Coach. You're all set. Thank you. That's fine. Are you sure? See that? What does he say? So, right from the, right from the jump, let him know that we're not going to, it's not going to be easy. We're not going to get the beat. It wasn't close fishing night at all. That's what we were just going on on that side of the court. Sometimes shots just don't fall. I think these are good shots that we were taking. Um, these are shots that we normally take on the game. Um, over time, I guess, what was the conversation like before you guys kind of started there? Did, did you guys feel right? You feel like you're boxing the right way, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, go, yeah, going into overtime, I felt like we thought we were going to win the game. Um, and it just didn't go that way. Shakira and her progression so far as the season. What did you enjoy about her game and how have you helped her? Um, 
There's nothing on Zoom, so if there's no more questions from the room, you guys are all set. Yeah. Thanks, y'all. What, what are you supposed to say after a loss I like that? Any other questions from the room? All right, Kira, you were all set. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Kira. You don't know, though. I really don't. Uh, I'm very disappointed. I know they'll bounce back tomorrow. Um, I do see the Mystics going off. I do. But for the Phoenix Mercury, a team that doesn't have Brittany Griner, that's dealing with injuries, to come in our home, our home, and outplay us like that, that was embarrassing. And, and we deserve, we, 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 we should have lost. And we, that was embarrassing now, to watch. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Skip. Good Lord. Thank, th thank the good Lord I am on FCC Airways. I, <laughs> thank the good Lord. I, it, it's, it's hard to take, man. It I... That's the end of the video. Um, 
Y'all have a good night. Stay up. Listen, I'm easy to find. These videos are tremendous. Like, comment, and subscribe, and hammer that notification bell. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it.